0: Today's episode of Locked on Women's Basketball is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoyment isn't the end game, it's the whole game. And at only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. And are y'all enjoying these buzzer beaters? That and more on this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. Welcome are Locked On Women's Basketball, your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hola, mi gente! Welcome to a Tuesday episode of Locked On Women's Basketball. I want to thank you for your patience and appreciation um, because last week was a little bit tough, but I am feeling energized. I am ready to go, and it has to be because all these buzzer beaters we are getting in the WNBA. Yes, we are gonna talk about all of that. I'm gonna talk about, of course, Jonquel Jones, okay? Now, you know, Cisco and put a game on the New York Liberty like that and then just bounce. It's a little cold. It's a little cold. We haven't, we 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 missing JJ. We missing JJ, but she put on a show. We're definitely definitely gonna get into that. We saw Dallas and Seattle. Jewel Lloyd buzzer beater. Then we got Dallas, Seattle, Enrique Ogumbawale buzzer beater. I mean, what? The twenty fifth season of the WNBA is where it's at. I know y'all know this, but I just need y'all to share this with a friend because I, you know, people acting like the WNBA is new. The WNBA is not new to this. We are true to this. Okay. So on today's show, I'm gonna give you a. Halftime huddle. So the first segment we're going to focus on that Connecticut New York Liberty team, uh, New York Liberty game. Excuse me. Connecticut ends up getting that win. They are the at the top of the table when it comes to the Commissioner's Cup. So you're going to get a little bit of my analysis of that, and you're going to get a halftime huddle. This time I was joined by Miles Ehrlich and Jeff Magliocchetti. They were live from Mohegan Sun Arena. So. just adjust your volume accordingly. <laughs> but it's fantastic to have them. And I'm going to let you know when you can expect the next few halftime huddles. One will be later tonight and um, over the weekend. And I don't know. I, I'm, it looks like Tully, WNBA legend Tully, Indiana Fever announcer, Tully might be popping through. So you're not going to want to miss the halftime huddle that is over on Locker Room. So I'm going to give you all of that. That'll take us through the first two segments. um, And then we're going to get into all of the buzzer beaters. Dallas versus Seattle. Like, what? Dallas versus Seattle. Um, I, I, I just... And you know what? I messed around and did some hockey stuff last night. So I wasn't watching this game, even though I was like, ah, this is probably a game I should be watching. But I was supporting Black Girl Hockey Club and um, that was fantastic. We did a watch party, also celebrating pride. Happy pride, everyone. Um, So that was a lot of fun. If you don't follow Black Girl Hockey Club, I highly recommend that you do that. Uh, so I did that. I was already kind of focused on hockey for the day. I have some projects coming up in the hockey world, uh, that hopefully I'll be able to share a little more detail on, but I didn't watch that Dallas Seattle game and, oh, so we will live, uh, I will live vicariously through the, <laughs> The highlights through the slow-mo phantom cams, through the post-game media. So that's what we'll do at the tail end of this show. But first, we're going to talk about Connecticut and JJ. We'll do a little bit of analysis on the New York Liberty and... Our teams figuring out Sabrina Ionescu? You'll hear the halftime huddle with myself, Miles Ehrlich, and Jeff Magliochetti, two amazing writers, not just on the New York Liberty beat, but Miles also is covering the Connecticut beat for Windsider. And then we will close out the show talking about Dallas versus Seattle. I saw on Twitter, someone was like, can we please just get a five-game series between Dallas and Seattle? Is it possible that we could? Well, at the end of the show, we're going to go through all of the standings. We still have about a month, um, you know, about 30 days, a little bit more, actually, a little bit over a month of competition left before the Olympic break. Of course, we'll see players come in and out in that uh, time, JJ being one of them, but um I don't know. We'll see. I'll give you the standings. We'll figure out if there's a possibility at all that we will get Dallas, Seattle, somewhere down the line. Um, And then we'll wrap it up. I think it's going to be a good show. I probably say that all of the time. But as you can hear, I have some energy. I'm in my normal recording space. So that's always good. It's going to be a good time. Stick with me right here unlocked on Women's Basketball. As promised we're gonna stick with JJ John Quell Jones. So let's head over to a snippet of my conversation with Miles Ehrlich and Jeff Magliocchetti. This is my halftime huddle. I do two halftime huddles on Locker Room a week. One is always a New York Liberty game, whether they're playing on the road or I'm at Barclays. And then another one is a game that I'm keeping tabs on throughout the week. So this halftime huddle is from that Connecticut Sun win. Over New York. This is a
1: production. Hey,
0: everybody. Erica Lindsay Ayala here from Locked On Women's Basketball. I am currently watching the last few minutes of the New York Liberty at Connecticut Sun this is a game that is on nesson and the yes network but i am watching on league pass so probably a few minutes behind but um i'm actually a little bit surprised i thought that connecticut would be able to dominate In this game, you heard on the broadcast that Kurt Miller was telling his team to empty the tank. They have six days off before their next game after they host the Liberty tonight. And I think they have a lot more that they can throw at New York. We're just not seeing it yet. New York hanging in actually has the lead now. 33-31 with 340 left in the game. I think um, they did a better job in the last few minutes. Oh, I see Miles is in here. Um, I think they did a, a better job in the last few minutes. I don't think Connecticut played particularly well. I think New York played better. Um, but uh, we see that Connecticut is leading. Miles, how you doing today? Hey, can you hear me? I can. Oh, you're in Connecticut.
2: Sorry, I'm in Connecticut. and It's a little bit loud here. Not quite as loud as pregame at the Barclays Center. It's a little <laughs> bit loud here.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. What's the atmosphere like? It's been a while since I've been up to Uncasville.
2: Yeah, this is my first time up here. And obviously, it's very different from the last time you've been up here. But um, lots of spacing, lots of distancing. But the energy's good. Yeah, it's good. The crowd's into it. Um very back and forth game dd richards is the loudest person in the building as per <laughs> usual so it's been a fun one back and forth
0: i love it i love it i was just saying that i think even though the liberty's not leading the game i think their hustle has really not quite been matched by connecticut save for maybe the last four minutes of the second quarter what uh has been your eye test being there in the building
2: I mean, I am shocked to see that John Cole Jones only has 12 points because it felt like she was scoring every time down, especially towards the end there. But the, the offensive boards were really seeing the size again, uh, like we saw last game against, against Vegas. And then that leads to the the free throw discrepancy, which is 12 to 2 in favor of Connecticut right now. And that mm-hmm. feels like the difference, even though New York's shooting over 50%.
0: There it is, Jeff Magliochetti, the man who has so sure, many titles, I can't even keep up. How you doing?
2: <laughs> Erica Ayala, the woman of so many talents. It's great, to, uh, it's great to be here. Great to be in Connecticut as well. And uh, Miles Ehrlich, who is literally right next to me. We've got some uh, visual aids tonight, so uh, most enjoyable. I am feeling a bit confident about the way the Liberty have uh, worked their way through this first half. Something that's really inspired me is the performance of uh, Jasmine Jones, as a matter of fact, because last season was, of course, her time to
0: shine. I'm glad you mentioned uh, Jasmine Jones. She did get some love on the Connecticut broadcast, I'll have you both know. Uh, So at least there is that. But, um, yeah, I I think you make a good point there. Michaela Onionwede and Jasmine Jones on uh on John Quell it's been a little bit surprising but oh. I mean, if you take Kylie Shield though off of Bree Jones, then you still are gonna have a pretty pretty decent mismatch and I guess uh, what I see is that John Quell doesn't like you know, pesky defenders on her. I think she's had to adjust a little bit to having a smaller defender on her. You've already seen her pick some pick up some offensive fouls. So I think Connecticut getting their perimeter shooting and just letting John Quell have her way on the boards might be what we see them come with in the third. I like it. So manage John Quell if you can. Don't let her dictate the pace. Miles, what are your thoughts as you get ready to head into the second half? And uh, hey, Danny.
2: So my my concern is everybody that's not John Quell. Because at some point, she's going to get hers. And they did a pretty good job in the first half, slowing down DeWana Bonner and then the backcourt of 3 January and uh, Jasmine Thomas. So if they're going to throw some extra attention their way, and hopefully have a deeper a deeper bench and a bench that continues to play well. What the Liberty needed is to get some some offense out of that center position. Both Kylie and Tia Stokes did not score in the first half and didn't really force much pressure from Reese. Not well. So Beck, Beck Allen. Allen looked good, Mikhail Aniwede look good, but the Liberty will need some scoring up front, and I think they're going to have to keep on holding down the, the guards on the other side.
0: All right, folks. Well, you heard it there. We've got two experts in here, Jeff and Miles, who are live up in Uncasville. So I'm going to let them get back to the game, but always a pleasure to hear you, fellas, and I'll catch you around the... I almost said around the rink. Whew. I'll catch you around the
2: <laughs> Appreciate it, Erica. Thank you.
0: All right, everyone. That has been the halftime huddle. This is presented by Locked on Women's Basketball. We will have some more halftime huddles and you never know who's going to pop through. So we hope that you join us for the next one. So I don't know if there's basketball karma, but we certainly know about Credit Karma and it has always been there to help you make better financial decisions and now they want to help even more with a credit karma money spend account you can be rewarded for good money habits i mean who doesn't want instant gratification am i right so if you're looking for a satisfaction there's no need to wait with credit karma money you could win cash reimbursements for debt for debit purchases So right now go visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning. Instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up. To sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com backslash win money. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms may apply. Please see the rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Leja Clarendon proving to be reliable. And you know what else is reliable? Rock Auto.com, the family business that has been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. If you go to RockAuto.com, you can shop for your auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And everything on the catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate right online. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose brands, specifications, and of course, the prices That you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your vehicle. Type locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. So, as you heard there, Miles, Jeff, and I were talking about Connecticut played okay, but I thought New York played better in the half. Uh, there was a lot of disruption of John Quell Jones by Michelle, um, excuse me, by Michaela Onionwede. I was a little bit surprised to see Michaela on John Quell Jones as opposed to Kylie Shook, but I think maybe having Shook play on Bree Jones was more of the matchup that Walt Hopkins wanted to see. You'll hear from Kurt Miller. In just a bit, he knew, everyone, everyone going into this game knew that there was going to be a mismatch in the paint. I don't think Connecticut took advantage of that early on. So here's Kurt Miller and what he had to say post-game. Ned, we'll begin with you.
2: Howdy, Kurt. Congratulations. Um, midway through the second quarter, you had called a timeout after New York had gone up. Were you getting in their ear? about going inside more and getting J.J. going?
1: Yeah, it was, you know, for the last two days of practice, we had a game plan. So just, you know, trying to slow down. New York's pace can get you to play fast, and they really take advantage if you take poor shots. So, you know, obviously, there's a defensive message in every timeout. What's our game plan? Reminders. How are they playing? How are they attacking us tonight? We, what can we do to help ourselves? And then offensively, just those reminders that we've worked hard on the last 48 hours on how we wanted to attack New York. And, and don't let them speed us up. And don't take bad shots um, because they thrive in transition. They thrive off a poor shot selection that really fuels their offense. Thanks, Kurt. Miles? Hey
2: Kurt. Um, after New York shot fifty-three percent in the first half, you held them to thirty-three percent and just twenty-seven points after the break. What major halftime adjustments did you make, or was it like you said, getting back to the game plan that you had coming into the game?
1: Yeah, you have to you have to tip your hat at times in the first half. They made some tough one-on-one plays. Well, we had some slippage in transition. Uh, we we had, were undisciplined in a few of their actions, but. We guarded their actions in the first half, but they were impressive one-on-one finishing some really tough plays. So we challenged our team. We don't, we don't hate that, right? They, they had to make a lot of really difficult plays one-on-one uh, to shoot 55% or 53%. So we thought, you know, we were just going to have to buckle down late in shot clock in that one-on-one that they were making in the first half they didn't make in the second half. I think overall, while we had a few missed assignments, uh, we guarded their actions about as well as we could have hoped coming into the night. And then the second half, you saw that they didn't make near the amount of difficult one-on-one plays that they did in the first half. And that's a credit to um, our players' intensity. And they just are locked in. They are locked in right now to be a defensive team, and I love it.
0: Today on the road to the finals, our NBA playoff coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it, and at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. Now listen, I'm from New York, I haven't been a Knicks fan for some years, but Atlanta? They're making me enjoy watching the NBA playoffs. Bow show, who's your team, who you got How they're advancing. The Lakers are gone. We're going to have, you know, a new champion. So, as you're enjoying the playoffs, crack open a cold. Michelob Ultra. Definitely an MVP candidate. You have to admit that John Quill Jones is in the running, is up there for sure. I don't know. Is it going to be a battle of the post players? But has been on that short list. I think a lot of people have had Sabrina Ionescu on there. Not sure that the last three games have been great for the Sabrina for MVP. Um, But who knows? Things change. Um, So I want to, as promised, read the statement that the Connecticut Sun put out regarding Jonquil Jones, who will be with, she'll be leaving the team for momentarily to compete in the FIBA Eurobasket. Jonquil Jones is scheduled to compete in FIBA Euro, Women's Eurobasket 2021, representing Bosnia and Herzegovina. The competition is being held in France with a birth to the 2022 FIBA Women's Basketball World Cup on the line. Jones will temporarily be suspended, so here's what John Quell had to say about leaving Connecticut when they're looking pretty good.
2: Hey John Quell, you mentioned you're going to a eurobasket. Can, can you just talk about the logistics of that and kind of um you know what it will be like to you know leave your team at this moment? Yeah, it's gonna
1: suck. <laughs> um I understand the importance of it um I'm happy to.
2: I'm proud to represent the Bosnian national team, but um, I definitely, it's a, it's a, it's a tough time to be going. I feel like we're playing really, really great basketball. Um, I feel like I have a good flow right now. Um, Yeah. I just feel like things are just trending upward for us. So I hate that I have to leave, but um, it's necessary. So I'll go over there handle business and uh, hopefully meet the team maybe in DC in the 28th or probably a little bit earlier, depending on how things go in Bosnia. Um, and be able to catch that game. So uh, it's tough, but it's just a part of being a WNBA basketball player, being a professional basketball player. So um,
1: just got to handle it.
0: So Jonquil Jones leaving Connecticut as they sit at the top of not just the Eastern Conference standings, but they now with that win over the New York Liberty are eight and two. And with Seattle's loss, to dallas which we'll get into coming up they're at the top of the table a two-game winning streak uh i'll give this to you quickly well or i'm going to talk about the standings again but if if the season ended today you have connecticut seattle las vegas at one through three phoenix los angeles and new york four through six and then seven and eight atlanta and minnesota Hey there, sports fans. Did you know Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action? Baseball season is in full swing. We've got the MNBA playoffs, the MNHL playoffs, and you can find and track all the action right on on betonline.ag before the next pitch, before the next tip-off, before the next face-off. So head to the website, that's betonline.ag, and you can use your smartphone, your laptop, whatever you got, and you, if you sign up today, you'll receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. online, your online sportsbook experts. If you're a longtime listener to Locked on Women's Basketball, then you know our intro features one of Enrique Gombowale's NCAA game-winning buckets to give Notre Dame their most recent NCAA championship. Well Arike Gumbawale is up to those same game-winning antics, but she's not the only one. This season in the WNBA, Diana Taurasi has hit a game winner. Sabrina Ionescu has hit a game winner. Kia Nurse has hit a game winner. Jewel Lloyd has hit one. And so too, of course, has Arike Gumbawale. And the last two, the latest, come in the Dallas versus Seattle storm series dallas as i told you earlier struggling middle of the pack as they usually do many think though that they're a better team than what the record has shown whereas you have seattle sitting at the top of the table right behind connecticut well let's listen to first jewel lloyd's buzzer beating shot to win over Dallas, and then Enrique they returned the favor the next time the two teams faced off. That last game was Sunday.
1: There she is. Oh, she had it.
0: Catch and shoot for Lloyd! Who hits it at the buzzer? Who wants a third game against these
2: two? I do, and we're going to get it on Sunday as Jewel Lloyd is the hero tonight just lurking over there for potential game-winning three. If they can get
1: it in, they do. Agumba Wally with two, throws it up, and three goes! Jewel does it Friday night! goomba Wally with .7 left has given Dallas the lead by one!
0: So women's basketball, in case you don't know, but you probably do because that's why you listen to Locked on Women's Basketball, is pretty exciting, which is why I get a little bit fired up when I see full capacity at MNBA games and NHL games. And we still are not at full capacity for women's basketball. Hoping that changes soon. And uh, I know Bree Hartley, who's with the Phoenix Mercury now, tweeted about it. And it looks like the X Factor, at least, has heard that the stadium and the arena, yes, will open up to more fans. So that is exciting. As Phoenix will host Dallas, will Kia Nurse get a game-winner? Will while I get a game winner? Will we get somebody else with a game winner? Or wh- I don't know. What are we going to see? What I do know is that I will be on locker room at the halftime. I will be on locker room at halftime for the halftime huddle. Yes, the Tuesday game. I will also be doing New York Liberty's Sunday game. So follow me at Elindsay on the locker room app. Proud sponsor. Of the Locked On Podcast Network, of course, including Locked On Women's Basketball. But before I go, want to give you something else coming out of Dallas, um, a little bit befuddled and puzzled. By their latest partnership, now this tweet was deleted last night around 7.30-ish p.m. Eastern Time. But the Wings tweeted, For every Wings block this season, we are donating $20 to the Arlington Police Foundation on behalf of the Jim Ross Law Group. And it's retroactive, so the rest of the tweet says... With 23 blocks, that's $460 donated. So on Thursday's show, I will be back as your host. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the history of Dallas Wings and some questionable partnerships, particularly in the scope of the WNBA. So a little bit of that on Thursday. As always, I am your Tuesday-Thursday host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. I thank you for listening while you're working from home, listening while you're working out, listening maybe as you have re-established your morning commute, or maybe you're on vacation. Either way, we at the Locked On Podcast Network, and certainly here at Locked On Women's Basketball, are so thankful to have you as a listener. And until Thursday, Erica Lindsay Ayala signing out. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host and my friend, of course, Peter Burkowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.